0: Hey, what is up? Welcome to yet another episode of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brian Lofermento, and I am not alone in today's episode because I have got an awesome guest coming all the way from Israel. I forgot to ask her what time it is for today's interview, but I'm really excited to have a conversation today with Sarah Ben Saadon. She is an incredible entrepreneur who's been doing this for a long time. Sarah has 13 plus years of experience in search engine optimization and online marketing and over 17 years of experience in graphic design. She began her SEO and digital marketing journey by help marketing her ex's real estate business and then locksmith business. So some really diverse experience that I can't wait to hear more about Sarah's story. Local SEO runs in her blood. She is a single mother of two beautiful kids. She's born and raised in Texas, but she now resides in Israel. And her company, Alignment Online Marketing, provides local marketing and SEO for business owners in the US, Canada, and Israel. Her specialty is offering completely custom solutions for each client. And in fact, Sarah is so good at what she does that most of her clients has, have been with her for over 10 years. So I'm so excited to dive into my interview today with Sarah Ben-Sadon. All right, Sarah, officially welcome to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast.
1: Nice to see you.
0: (laughs) So excited for this. And it's true. You heard it in your intro. I did forget to ask you, what time is it for you right now, Sarah?
1: It's 8.37 p.m. (laughs) All
0: right. Not too bad. Spending your Friday night with the entrepreneur to entrepreneur audience. I dig it. You heard me introduce you a little bit, but fill in the gaps for listeners. Who is Sarah and what is it that you do?
1: Well, Sarah, (laughs) I actually graduated college with um, a degree in sociology, so that tells you where that goes. But um, yeah, I think I, I got into online marketing and SEO by accident, kind of by by default as having to help my ex and, and start, you know, marketing the business. And from there, you know, I actually used my graphic design stuff and taught myself how to build a website. And from there, I taught myself coding, some HTML, CSS, basic stuff for the back end. And so I actually got a very technical start. I didn't start with a marketing um, um, background. I started more from a technical side of SEO and websites and d- design, and then moved into like learning kind of by default, all the, the intricate details of SEO and how to, you know, help clients get sites on Google on the first page. Yeah,
0: I love that part of your story because it's very similar to my own as well. I started my first business when I was 19 and back then there weren't the tools that there were today. So you're right. I had to learn HTML, CSS, PHP, all of these things. And as you tell your story, the phrase that comes to mind is necessity is the greatest teacher. So take us back to those beginning days when you did have to learn SEO, when you did have to learn marketing. What was that part of your journey like? What were you turning to? How were you kind of fumbling? Because I'm sure it wasn't all roses at the beginning.
1: Yeah, no, it was, it was very interesting. Um, there was, um, my ex was a realtor, and then there was the 2008 crash. And so because of that, we kind of got put in, the, in a very scary position. And so mm-hmm. when he started up a locksmith business with a friend of his, with a partner that they, not, they started working locksmith together, and then they started their own business. And then from marketing his real estate online a bit, learning how to make the website and do things, I moved into learning how to kind of market locally. And this was a very interesting time in SEO when you could do a lot of very interesting things that you can't do now, like keyword stuffing and, you know, just all kinds of little tricks that you could do that now Google obviously has built an algorithm around, you know, fighting against those kind of spammy things. But it was a very, it was kind of the a, a very pioneer time in SEO, <laughs> and um, I started learning all that and learning how to help this business get up and and running. And from that, it just kind of we we started working it together. And um, he was doing the locksmith, and he was doing the marketing with me. So he has a like a sales and marketing background, so he was very good at the at the marketing, and I was very good at the technical um, on the back end. And then, you know, people just wanted us to help them because what was going on with, with our assets and our websites and things. And, you know, that's how it slowly, word of mouth, we grew. And um, most of the clients, a lot of the clients from back then are are still with me. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's an awesome part of your story. The fact that so many of those clients that you started working with way back then still work with you here today. And it's so much fun for me to talk. I think I have the best job in the world, talking to entrepreneurs at all different levels, all different industries. And one thing that always comes to mind is that phrase that people say about entrepreneurs. We jump and then we build the parachute on the way down. And it sounds like in in many ways, that's what you've experienced. So I want to talk to you about that because you you first mentioned, you know, doing it for your own business alongside your ex, but then transitioning to client-based work. You didn't know how to price things. You didn't know how to sell things. Talk to me about that.
1: Um, yeah, we did research, you know, for how much it should cost to build a website and, you know, kind of researching how much, um, our competitors, I guess, were charging. Um, that's kind of the basic way we started. Um, back then it was very, very basic services and transition into now where I offer kind of a wide range of services because SEO is now a very broad, um, industry a very broad spectrum of things so to, i now you know have a lot of services and things that i can pick and choose from really to help my clients and i think that's why um i've grown with my clients and my clients have grown with me so over the years i've learned all those things that you need to learn doing this business and learned how to manipulate those and 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 i don't know what's the word. Like um combine all those things in the right way for the right client, because every business is different, you know?
0: Yeah. And that's part of your story that I really want to dive into, because I think it's so exciting for me. I think in a lot of ways, our entrepreneurial journeys have run in parallel, which is we have just learned as we've needed to. And you put it so beautifully. I really like the way you phrase it, which is you've grown as your business has grown and vice versa. So I do want to hear your thoughts, particularly, because obviously you ask a million people, you're going to get a million different perspectives on this question, which is niching down. So many people are like, you got to pick one industry. You need to do that. But Sarah, your skill set is so diverse because you started when you did And I feel the same way is that I can do things that today nobody knows how to custom code CSS because they didn't have to, because there's tools. What's your response to that when people ask you about niching down or, or how do you make sure that you've always been able to leverage and continue to grow and utilize such a wide range of skills that you have?
1: Um, actually, to be honest, I am, I am not the best at marketing myself, even in the beginning when we kind of started before we had a website and before we switched over from um, when things happened. So Alignment Online Marketing is actually from 2017. Um, the end of 2017 is when I began that, that this company, that's my company under my name. And, and before that was just years of working with my ex and we had a company under that name. Um, and when, when we niched down, it was, it was actually happened kind of naturally by, um, by referrals, by doing the best job for a client. So that client is telling all of his other for instance all the other locksmiths in other areas you know hey look this this guy this girl this this company can help you You know so and we niche down into that in sort of by default so the marketing over the years i've really focused in for my clients and not really on my own business and by doing that i get much better um referrals because I'm getting referrals from clients who I've worked with for years and these clients know what I do and they know the industry. And so for them, for the person that's hearing on the other end, it's much easier to say, okay, yeah, I want to work with this person. Um, and this is, this is how I've grown. I mean, that's just niching down is like something that everybody tells you, yes, you need to do. And I, I understand why it's good. So you can really focus in but i didn't kind of again it's one of those things i did by accident <laughs> yeah
0: that's such a great i, I love that you use that phrase by accident because it truly does feel that way so many people think i need to have a business plan i need to have this but it's kind of like that mike tyson quote where he says that everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face and you're right you just got to roll with the punches sometimes it almost feels sarah like we're two internet marketing ogs from like a century ago talking about all these different things <laughs> Which makes me want to talk to you about how things have changed over the years. You talk about, I I very closely remember the years of keyword stuffing and when that worked. It was so easy to rank in Google back then. But I want to hear about more of your thoughts on how marketing in general has changed. Because there's a side of me that says marketing will always be the same. We're always humans. There's always human psychology. Obviously, you have a background in sociology as well. So that yes. human element doesn't change, but the channels do. The vehicles through which we market change. I'd love to hear your yeah. thoughts on that.
1: So I think that um, one of the the things that I've really focused on over the years, despite all the algorithm changes in Google, um, one thing I ner- noticed very early on is that Google is trying to put the best website in front of the right people. like based on what they searched, the best, most relevant, most informative, most loved websites and assets in front of those people. So very early on, I mean, I kind of, even though there was still the ability to do keyword stuffing, and I tried to really kind of keep it focused, even though it may take longer, keep things focused on doing it from the ground up in a very user-friendly way and in, in a way that's really providing actual information and good things for the visitor because i understood that this is going to be a, a foundation for building on the marketing so the marketing has changed in that you know there google has really um locked down on people trying to spam and over all this annoying um ways of advertising and marketing um but in in that sense that that change was very easy for me because i i didn't start that way in the beginning i told i mean we we understood that a a client needs to be a good business person with his with his client with his customers okay first of all so that's the first advice we would give and talk with the client is first of all do good service and and provide good customer service and like that and then after that, we need to work on building your online reputation based on that. Like, so I think the, the, the marketing that's changed is that those people that were kind of not doing good service and just trying to push in and, and, and spam and do a bunch of stuff, just tricks and whatever, um, are now I mean, it's really much harder for them these days, you know, and really now everybody's kind of forced to put forward most relevant, um, usable, like content, essentially, so that they can rank like now everybody's kind of forced to do that.
0: Yeah. And it's one of my favorite notions is that people freak out about social media algorithms, about SEO algorithms. And the thing that I always like to think of is that very rarely will platforms filter out good intentions. And so it goes along with your answer, which is if you are out there to do good for your ideal customers, for your audience, that will more likely than not be rewarded. It doesn't mean it's going to be rewarded right away, but it will come to fruition one day. And that's another aspect of the entrepreneurial journey that I'd love to hear your perspective on and and hear your story on is those delayed results. Because so many times, you and I have just been in the game for a long time. We understand that not always what we do today pays off tomorrow. Sometimes doesn't pay off for six months or a year or years. Sometimes it never pays off at all. Talk to us about that patience you've had to develop and some of the other traits as an entrepreneur that have ensured that you've made it. Here we are more than a decade later into your entrepreneurial journey.
1: Well, I could say from my perspective right now, from where I am right now, I have very good um, proof that time pays off. And that is the clients that have stayed with me all these years and stayed working with these services and these ways of doing SEO and online marketing. So, the reason they stayed is because they waited they they lasted through that 6 months that year that it took to really kind of get going and then they started seeing results okay and once you build that foundation you have you you can grow you know exponentially but you have to start somewhere and i always tell my my potential client listen if somebody tells you if a marketer tells you they can get you on the first page of google in a week or in a day or in a in any time frame really don't believe them okay it's because it's not that easy it's not that simple it's not like it was 12 years ago when you can just stuff a page full of keywords and get on the first you know first page of google so now it really is about building a foundation and really i i'm i'm able to talk with potential clients And share with them the examples of my longtime clients and showing how their, you know, online reputation has been has grown over time and how they have built their business over time. Um, actually, the the locksmith that we started working with in the very beginning, he's now has a very large locksmith business all over Texas and even in a few other states. And we have grown with him. He has grown with, you know, it's just it's just come like that. And this is because in the beginning, both of us, the client and, and we said, okay, this is going to take time. Let's do it, you know? And because of that, I mean, it's hard for me to remember all the way back then how we kept those uh, clients patient during that time. Um, but <clears throat> I think that now it's very easy for me to say that because I do have um, those clients have stayed with me and, you know, proven results that over time it does get better if you keep it up, you know?
0: Yeah. One of the words that you say so frequently, Sarah, in these answers and when you talk about your journey is growth. I love how frequently you say growth. And obviously my team does a lot of research on our guests. I love going deep into my guests' work and getting a feel for them. And one of the things that we found about you is that One of the strengths that you list is you're good at changing and developing over time to fit your clients' growing needs. And for me, someone who talks to so many entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs, I always hear people saying, oh, I'm studying this, I'm learning about this so that I'm ready. Whereas when I hear your journey, the the thing that consistently comes to mind is you're ready to take on anything and everything because you have trust and faith in yourself to grow and to expand into the role that you need to. Talk to me about, and obviously you have the, the benefit of a lot of reps over a long amount of time as an entrepreneur, but talk to me about how you always not only stay at the cutting edge in knowledge when it comes to your industries, but also where you get that confidence from knowing that you'll be able to find those solutions.
1: Um, I think it, it has to tie into the reason I named my company Alignment. Um, I believe that the best things come when we are aligned with ourselves, with the universe, with other people, when we, when we achieve that alignment, that vibrational balance. Um, and this, so I, I set that as a name for my company as a kind of a reminder and a theme for myself that when, when I'm in aligned and when I am believing in myself and my experience and my my knowledge that I've built up over these years, when I believe in myself, then those things, those answers just come, meaning I, I'm able to see things I couldn't see before. Um, I'm able to look at a problem and see the solution and really kind of go, go through that. And also being in alignment has helped me pick a team that really helps me. That's helping me on the back end. Um, a, a great group of people that I work with every day and they, you know, They understand me and I understand them and it's just kind of fit. So I think that, I think the biggest key for any business owner, okay, especially in these times when trying to run a business and, you know, in this kind of environment after Corona and with, you know, all the things going on in the world is to find that alignment, to find that place where you believe in yourself and then then everything will come from that. Meaning from from that place, you're able to, to see things you can't see when you're frustrated or discouraged or, you know, we all get frustrated, we all get discouraged. I am no stranger to that. Um, but I think probably the thing I've grown from the most in my time is learning how to overcome those discouragements And again, be in a place of believing in myself and my business and my knowledge and help my clients in the best way. I mean, I see it as my clients, like it it's not just a it's not just a paycheck. It's not just money I'm getting in. These are people that I feel like they're part of who I am, they're part of my family. And these I must help them with their business, okay? And not for free, okay, but but I must help them with their business. once you're my client, I work for you. I I want to make your business grow just like I want my business to grow. So it's kind of, you know, getting in that right mindset. That's what I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love how you wove alignment, not only into that answer, but of course it's a key word in the name of your business, alignment, online marketing. And I want to talk about that because Sarah, actually As incredible as an entrepreneur as I know that you are, and I really admire your work and I admire your energy and your attitude towards all these things, and obviously you are a wealth of knowledge, the thing that really stands out to me that I don't think we talk about enough in the world of entrepreneurship is that you're also doing this while being a mom. You're also doing this while one of the things we talked about offline is dealing with ADHD. All of these things, the circumstances are never perfect. So on that topic of alignment and knowing all the different life responsibilities, I'd love to hear you share more with us about that side of things. How are you balancing life, challenges, obstacles with that business that you're awesome at?
1: I think that it's um, because I I came into a situation that really tested me on every single level. and um, And I you know, had never been in that kind of place. It it was like a reset for me, and it was a time when I discovered um, the strength inside myself. So sometimes we have to have the contrast, something that's contrasting, to show us, you know, it's like if if there wasn't darkness, we wouldn't understand what light is, you know? So sometimes we have to have that contrast, and that contrast can help us grow. And I think that a lot of us will, ignore these lessons ignore these these contrasting things in our life for a long time which i did um until it finally just it's going to come and whether you like it or not and so i got to that point and this was a time when i learned started learning the skills of of you know being able to to control how i thought about a situation to control and realizing that My reality is controlled by me. I control what's going on and I can't control other people's actions, but I can control how I react to those things and I can change my life in this way. So in that, I translated that into like just kind of being at a point where I just had to, um, I had to take care of the business. I had to take care of clients and I had to move forward. I had no other choice. Um, and, and just in that, being forced in that, I, and this goes back to my ADHD, <laughs> ADHD as a, as a thing of like, you know, at the last minute before an exam, in the last, you know, hour before you have to go take the exam, that's when you study because you put it off. So it's kind of like that. It's like my brain was like forced into something and, and, and really grew from that. So. And a lot of things I've discovered in the past maybe five years about myself and what I can do and also what I can't do. So I think another good thing is boundaries, like knowing where, when to say no. Um, sometimes there's people that come to me that want my services and I say no because you in business and in life, you have to have your boundaries, but you also need to know where you, what you can do and believe in yourself. Um, so the belief in myself came after. A seeing myself recover from a lot of crazy things and also you know just having to be a mom a single mom and i need i need a way to make a living and making a living in israel for me is a little bit harder because of the language so having this business for myself that's in english and i'm doing what i love to do and helping people is has been just a blessing so a lot of gratitude for having this This opportunity, you know?
0: Yeah, Sarah, there's so many parts of your story that as someone on the outside, I just admire not only you, but what you're doing so much. And it really makes me want to ask you the question, which I don't think I've ever asked a guest before, which is, what's something that the more you got into entrepreneurship, and obviously you have an interesting vantage point now, having done it for so long, having made a full-time living out of it, I wonder what's something that you look back at and you say, Wow, that really surprised me. I didn't realize that that was going to be such an important part of being an entrepreneur.
1: <laughs> we should. I, I mean, the first thing that comes to my head is the bookkeeping and the stuff because <laughs> I really, really don't like that part. So um, it's one of the things that I, you know, when you have to really, as, a, as an employee, which I've been an employee many years before I started working, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, as an employee, you don't really have to worry about all the kind of back-end stuff of business. Um, and also as a very, you know, very, very successful entrepreneur, you just pay people to do that. But when you're kind of in a, you know, growing process, you kind of have to do a lot of these things yourself. And I think the surprising thing was, is that I'm doing it. <laughs> That it's there's a lot of back-end stuff, bureaucracy, paperwork, taxes, bookkeeping, all of these things that has nothing to do with SEO and, and, you know, helping my clients that I'm doing. And I never thought I would be. I never thought I could. So that's kind of a surprising thing on the more negative side, I guess. But on the positive side, I think the surprising thing for me was myself, um, what I can do. Because there was a quite a few years in the beginning where I was still in the mindset of an employee. And so I work like an employee until I started changing my mindset and realizing, wait, I'm not an employee. I need to set my own hours. And with ADHD, I need to compensate for, you know, that kind of hard time of focusing. Either I'm really super focused on something or I am really can't focus on anything. So I really, you know, managing that and, and all of that, I think it's surprising to me where I am now when I look back at all the things that, um, besides Google changing every few months, the algorithm, um, besides that, all the things I had to, all the hurdles to, I had to jump in order to get here, so...
0: Yeah. And as a mom, you understand it better than anyone else on the planet, which is you have to wear so many hats. And I love that you pointed out about you have to manage the responsibilities of all these different things. You can't just do what it is that your business does. Because I always say to entrepreneurs is that if you just want to do the thing, if you just want to be a practitioner, go get a job. Because as an entrepreneur, you need to be the marketing department, the HR department, the finance department. And you also have to serve your clients. So Sarah, I love hearing you talk about that. As we come to the end, I, I could dig into your story for days, I think. And it's so much <laughs> fun hearing your story. But as we come towards the end, I want to hear more about your business, about alignment, online marketing. What sort of services do you offer? What sort of clients do you work with?
1: Um, services we offer, you name it. Um, actually, we, we add on services and, and, and do more and more things um, based on clients' needs. There's clients that you know, like I said, t- said the client that I've been with many years, and there's certain things that he needs over time of of you know things are growing, things are changing, and he needs more stuff, so that's it. We start learning that. I start digging in, figuring out how we can work on that. Um, so you know, over time, we've grown to be able to offer quite a wide array of of services um really. I would say that we're very kind of focused in on, um, local businesses. So local SEO and marketing, local listings. Um, we do websites and all the, the things like that. Um, and, and as far as clients, um, really got focused in on, we have locksmiths, um, movers, uh, diamond buyers, actually, um, one of my favorite category, <laughs> but, and um, that's really kind of the, the, it's a really kind of weird set of clients, <laughs> but that's where I'm kind of staying in those things because of all the years of learning these things with my locksmith clients, Movers clients and diamond buyer client. So that's kind of where I focus in. But with that, let me say this, that Google, especially Google My Business, um, Google Maps listings is very, very, very difficult for locksmiths to get a legitimate listing on Google. Um, and this is because of years of many locksmiths doing spam, creating a bunch of listings over for one business and really making hard. So there's certain categories that Google makes it a little bit harder to, for them to get a listing. So because of that, I have a little more experience, um, in, in that very specific local business, Google My Business, um, area because of the trials and tribulations of working with locksmiths and movers. So,
0: Yeah. And it goes to show, though, that your diverse set of experiences, really what I hear in that answer is that you are a solutions provider. Whoever your client is, they're fortunate to have found someone with not only so much experience, but such a wide set of skills. And that's why you love delivering solutions to your clients. So, Sarah, I love hearing that. I've loved hearing your entrepreneurial story and about your journey, but at this point, I'd love to open the floor to you to tell listeners where the heck they can learn more about your business, what you do, and where they can follow you as you move your entrepreneurial journey forward.
1: Great. Um, they can see the website, alignmentonline.com, um, and then Facebook, Instagram, alignmentonline um, is our handle. Um, and really the, the website has, um, WhatsApp for me for the business, um, WhatsApp. So, you know, they can send messages and our team will get back to them and email. You can just check out the website. There's a free, um, a free snapshot report for local businesses that they can put in the information for their local business. Not only did it get a free snapshot that kind of shows what their whole, um, online presence looks like and and how good it may or may not be which means we're finding opportunities but they also can get a um, kind of a free account on our platform that allows them to do some very basic things um, social media publishing posting scheduling um, some reputation management some listing um, work building a list a listing and like doing some basic stuff there so it's kind of a nice little thing that if people want to just kind of test the water, do some DIY stuff, um, that we've opened up for people to do that. So on on our website, you can do that. And you can also schedule time um, to do a phone call that we can do a strategy session and see, you know, what we can do. <laughs> all
0: right. So you all heard it directly from Sarah. Take her up on that. I'm personally, I'm on her website right now. I have it up in front of me. You'll want to run your business through that assessment tool. You want to know how you are showing up for people. So wherever it is that you're tuning in to this podcast, just look down below this episode and you'll find the link that Sarah mentioned, which is alignmentonline.com. That's alignmentonline.com. Definitely go check out Sarah's website. Take her up on. I think that's so cool. Your WhatsApp number is on there. Your email address is on there. So people should definitely look you up at alignmentonline.com. Otherwise, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the show thank today you. and sharing thank your you. journey, sharing your perspective, sharing your story. I so enjoyed this.
1: Thank you. It was, it was fun. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and
1: to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.